listening to Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your hosts, Angel and Walter LaRae. Real talk, real people, sincere conversations. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome back. This is Miss Podcast. May I speak sincerely with Angel and Walter LeRae. I am Walter LeRae. He is my co-host. Angel. Angel. Yes. I'm feeling a little bit of a vibe. Is that right? Yeah, let's let's talk about music and what music has done to us. Now, not to date, but I'm the oldest Negro in the world. <laughs> but I just Watch wanted to... Yeah, I, let's talk about the vibe of music, man. Like, look, I, you and I, you know, I, I'm born in the 70s, you know, me and growing up in the 80s. I, I'm a big fan of 80s music. I don't know about you. What, what, how do you feel about it? Oh, man. It, it, 80s was a special time for me, even though I was a, a small kid. It's just I, I had the pleasure of having older brothers and uncles and aunties that were young. And then, you know, of course, a beautiful mother that like shared the music from 70s and and whatever was current in the 80s, even though I was real young at the time, a baby. But it just had a special feeling. It had it it was just this this atmosphere that I can't put my finger on. I, I don't know if I can find the right words to describe it. But when I heard certain music, man, I just it took me to a certain place. Because I, I remember weekends were especially fun mm. for us. Yes, sir. Because number one, we we woke up to the, you know, mom playing music in the house while we cleaned up the house and got the house cleaned. And and then when we used to go on, uh, you know, that long drive in the Cadillac, having the music bumping and and just, man, it was just something about that ride. You know what I mean? And with us in the backseat zoning out the window and it was just listening to that music that it just has a had a substance to it. It just took your mind and your imagination somewhere else. You know what I mean? Saturday like, mornings, waking up and hearing this. Man. <laughs> Mom putting on Al Green. Yeah, Al Green, Roger Trapman and Zap, you know, Parliament, you know, just, you know, the staple singers. Oh, man, it, it, I can go on and on and on and and. I could just remember vividly where like that time I could see the colors, the atmosphere, the vibe, you know, even being real, real young, I could still just connect with that whenever I hear those songs to this day. And, you know, being in the, uh, alive in the eighties and growing up in the nineties, it, it was a special time because I got to see hip hop like grow and, you know, develop to something where people thought was just a, a, a glitch or, or a niche or a fad or whatever. And I saw it like blossom to this whole movement. Um, you know, having older brothers that introduced me to it. I remember the first time I heard Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh, the show, I, I must've rewound that song, I don't know, like 50 times and, and kept listening over and over and over just the wordplay, the, the beatbox, just the whole encompass of, what those elements brought out 
and that cassette tape was just it, it just took me into another level man a whole nother level yeah i get what it was, i mean like hip-hop was was very special but before i tap into the hip-hop era you right. know understand that you know you know like when you grow up with fly parents man like you know vinyl was a big part of growing oh, up yeah. in our life oh, yeah. you know oh yeah you know here in motown just the respect of the vinyl made you respect the music altogether oh yeah you just had to that, respect the vinyl you know you just being to. careful with the just handling it with caution and care and you know because you scratch it man that, yeah. <laughs> it, wasn't a good, yeah. it wasn't a good day yeah yeah you know? oh no we was old grandmother house when that happened <laughs> you, you <laughs> right? gotta make something up because you know dad mom and dad didn't play that you can't you can't scratch <laughs> nah. the records it's, the vinyl nah, was, was was sacred in our home you know, that's why we never attempted to scratch. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. On purpose. And that reminded me of the episode about uh, Chris. Uh, Everybody hates Chris when he the, the Patty Labelle record. <laughs> he scratched his mom or dad, whatever. But that, but you know, I, I even remember hearing Shirley Murdoch on Vice. Yes. Oh yes. And that it song, was a, husband. It was like you know it was like you was in a club yeah it just had it. that the pop yeah. of the vinyl the, the feeling to it and and then it and was that's, like they, yeah and, and when you, it was when you on talk stage, about the age it was live yeah yes sir when you talk about the vivid colors and that's what when it when we got to hip-hop it was mm-hmm. a birth of a new generation yeah well you know what you know to me like I know it's sacrilege to some people, but to me in that era, hip hop and R&B go hand in hand, you know, because my, my all time favorite group is is New Edition. Boy. We grew up with New Edition. Come on now. And to me, even though they were singing, I feel like New Edition had this hip hop swag to them. Oh, they represented and, us. Yeah, exactly. You know? And it was like, you know, from man, just watching them grow up and how their music changed over time and how they kept that swag. Like, I just remember hearing those songs like um, Is This the End or Candy Girl. You know, Candy Girl. Come Mr. on, man. Telephone, man. <laughs> gotta go with Mr. Telephone. Come on, man. man. Where oh, Ralph got the oh, Ralph got the, the low cut with the duck and, and the shag of the come the on shag the shag with the duck. Come on, man. <laughs> or come you know on, what I'm man. saying? Or or even Ronnie, just, Ricky, you know, Bobby and Mike, out. if I like the girl, who cares who you like? Cool <laughs> it on. cool it down. Come on, come man. Oh man. I mean those classics, bro. That's yeah, why New Edition like, is always going to be, in my opinion, right up there. You know, the king, and I do mean uh-huh. the king, is Michael Jackson. Man, let's talk about it. Man, let me tell that, you something. We had to, we had Motown the honor 25. to yeah. look at that. Mo- I, don't, I, mean, I remember we talked about that. I was losing my mind. That brother was just, yo, go look at it, man. For you, you youngsters, go look at the YouTube Motown Twenty Five Michael Jackson when he performed Billy Jean. Come on, man! It's a part in there when he just started gigging. I'm like, Mike is well, boogieing. That ain't dancing, well, dude. That's what we did at the. That's what we did in our living room. Michael's he he wasn't man like his every album that Michael dropped. Man, it, it was like a movement. You know what I mean? Like it, it wasn't just a song. It wasn't just a video. It was a entire movement. Um, one thing that I used to love about MJ is how he broke so many barriers. Yeah. And it was cool because we moved around a lot as kids, you know? And, and so whenever we went to a new town or whatever, 
it was just cool to see different kids, Hispanic kids, Caucasian kids, Asian kids, all with the Michael Jackson jackets, just, you know, playing homage to, you know, the, the impact of the music. And when you saw Billie Jean being performed at Motown 25, like I, even though I was a real little kid at the time, it was magic, dude. It was like nothing else existed, but it, it was like he was in 3d off of that, off of the TV. It, yeah. It's like he, it was like a hologram came out of the TV and, and I was right there at front center stage watching this happen for the first time. And it was just, it was magical. Well, it, it was just, it, it, it was just like magical, dude. Like the, the sound, the way he, his cadence and how he sung the song. And then he broke down with his dance moves. And it was like, dude, I don't think it was a person that we grew up with that wasn't trying to emulate Michael Jackson in some way, shape or another. Right. But I always say that Mike was not just dancing. Mike was, it was the, he was gigging. He was boogieing. He was doing what you do in your living room when you was, was at home. His hey, yo, when he pulled out the fake comb yeah. and hit it back to the side, then put it back yeah. in his pocket. Yo, dude, yeah, that's what see. we did in our living room, man. Yeah, you know, Mike. That, that, Mike was just Mike yeah. was just showing you, man. I'm, I'm about to, yo, I'm about to moonwalk on these brothers. They don't understand. <laughs> oh, what you told me when he when he pulled out that jacket out of his mom's closet? I'm about to stun on these fools, <laughs> dude. The dude had on a glitter. He had a, like a, a a rhinestone studded shirt, glitter socks, and a glitter glove. Like who who puts that concept together? Mike and, was stunning on him. How do how do you put that on and not be like, yeah, I'm about to stun on him? <laughs> yeah, and I bet you Jermaine was in the back. Man, look at this, look at this joke. <laughs> they, they gonna laugh this food off stage, and all of a sudden, everybody Jermaine. was standing up. And it, I was looking at the audience, so I was like, man, these people had no yeah. rhythm in the audience. Yeah. So to but, see what yeah. Mike was doing on stage, it probably blew their mind. Well, it, it was it was like, and then when you saw the the Billie Jean video. You know, that was great. But man, to see that live performance at Motown 25, because he introduced it on a whole nother level. But then, you know, even that video is iconic, like in that era. But like even as simple as standing, like every step he took, the sidewalk lit up. Like it was just things from that video that you saw people portray so many years later because it was so iconic. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. And and it's just, you know, it's just, man, what can I say? It was just, and then when you thought that it can get no better, I mean, he hits you with Thriller. Yeah, I mean, Thriller, you know, that, what Thriller did to me was was the, the birth of, of movie videos have a theatrical appeal to it. Yeah. And, and that's where, well, even with Billie Jean, for that, for that matter, I can go back to Billie Jean with the film noir type, uh, what he brought to it. It was more essence in, in the things that he was bringing into, you know, that flavor. But what I, re- I remember, um, man, MTV was still new at that time. Well, MTV wasn't playing black artists and, either. So, right, you know, right. That's right. the point. You know, MTV was, was a was considered a rock and a roll rock, station. A rock station, yeah. Yeah, and, just hard rock. Yeah. yeah. Heavy metal. And, and I remember, and I remember MTV did like a, it was like a three hour special. On Thriller and premiered it. Yeah, yeah, but you and, know, it, and it, everybody was tuned in. You yeah, know? but that's you know, in, in in my opinion, Michael Jackson is what saved uh, BET and MTV. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Because of the level of videos, everybody knew they knew they couldn't get where Mike was. But it, it challenged everyone to up their game in the video quality. Right. And, and that's that's I, the opinion. Mike is the leader. And you know, they you can try to take everything away from him and whatever else, but the dude was on a whole different level and uh, he's always gonna be I'm a big fan of Michael Jackson, you know. Oh yeah. But it was like I was trying to say in the beginning, like it was he was blending or or bonding Motown, the whole vibe of Motown to the new way era of what pop music was. Right. You know, well, and, well, that, check, and that was check this, check this out. Mm-hmm. Thriller was released November the 30th, 1982. Yeah. And I remember dude, Thriller was banging for like it, it felt like the album. Like there's people who were grew up like were little kids in the 80s, like myself and around like 85, 86. It felt like Thriller was still a new album because it was still going strong. Yeah. And if you if you look at the research, look at how long he toured for Thriller. Yeah. You know, because a lot of it was he was doing, you know, with the Jack. Oh, my gosh, dude. When I see that that uh that victory tour when Marlon when <laughs> when Marlon started doing that dance and Mike and his brothers looked at him like what is he, what is he doing? And Mike went over there and, and Marlon kept on doing that that dance. I'm like I was like come on Marlon and then <laughs> Jackie like looked at him. Tito uh, looked at him and shook his head, dude. I was like, and then the funny part about it at the end of that that tour. Mike announced that this was the last time that he was touring with his brothers. Like Mike had had enough of them. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm done with you. Okay. Yeah. I'm about to start on him. I'm about to get him now. <laughs> Mike was killing him, dude. I mean, well, look, well, dude, that's the, the beauty bad, of it, man. Michael know, the, Jackson, the, the in my opinion, follow up album was wasn't released until August 31st. What's that? I'm sorry. Seven. The bad album. Yeah was released August 31st, 1987. So you got to remember from 82 to around 86, Thriller was still going strong. Yeah. And he and he had dropped off the scene for about a couple, like a year and a couple months. And then he just resurfaced all of a sudden with Bad. Yeah. Like that's how, like he had toured on Thriller for like five years. I mean, didn't he do like, I mean, I don't, like I said, I'm not pulling up the, the numbers on it, but like, like I said, he did a the the victory tour. Then he went out on uh, the mm-hmm. Thriller tour. I think I believe he did. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I think and he did then, a world well, world tour or something. But yeah, I mean it was just it was just special. Yeah, to, but to actually mean, see that, I, and I I love seeing Mike. I, I, I look, I love seeing Jackson Five. I love seeing all yeah. the Jackson brothers together. That was special to me because I'm a big fan of the Jacksons as well. I don't, you know, we make jokes about Tito and Jermaine, but I I love the Jacksons. I, I think, you know, yeah, I, I love the Jacksons. I'm a big fan of them. Uh, I'm a big fan of Mike, but Mike, what Mike did, uh, the rhythm that was in him was a different type of a uh, uh, rhythm, and what he brought well, forth, yeah. you know, and and like to me that was a part of of hip-hop as well. Lyrically, when he was singing about the things that he was, you know, when he, when Bad came on the scene, mm-hmm. Bad is one thing because I, I, I love to see him dance. That's a different thing. The way you make me feel was was special. <laughs> see, now you, you know, you're talking about my song right but, there. That's but one of my favorites. My, you know, off of the Bad album though, brother, my two favorite cuts 
mm-hmm. is Dirty Diana and Smooth yes, Criminal. <laughs> now, I oh, love like, Smooth dude, Criminal. Annie, are you okay? Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Let's not talk about how many times we, we rewatched that video, man. Man, I watch front it. Front to back. I watch it every yeah. week, bro. <laughs> you know, still, still, still today to I watch. Hey, bro, look, especially the part <laughs> when they doing that, bro. when they doing that. Ooh, I was like, look at Mike. Mike showing out now. <laughs> I mean, come on, again, Mike. You, you talking about an iconic video from the way he flips the coin in the air and it goes all the way to the jukebox? Just yeah. the over exaggeration of cool that only he can perpetrate. You, you know, know what the I mean? gangster lean, the gangster walk. The, come on, man, come on. And, and just the women. Like, look at the women the in the video. Look at look at how the, the time and <laughs> then when he's when he's when he's switching and he's coming through the crowd. And then the women yeah. are doing the same dance that he's doing. And then the men yeah. come along and do the dance after the tr- they walk the into the woman. Yes. Yo, that's, and these are yeah. trained dancers. Yeah. And Mike was killing them. Yeah. Mike was yeah. killing them, dude. I was like, yo, Mike was killing them. I was like, look at my man. Cause you, usually you see now today, you see artists that have dancers to make the, the artists look good. Mike yeah. was making the yeah. dancers look good. Well, he, yeah, he was definitely doing his thing. And, you know, Smooth Criminal, man, again, like iconic. And 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 I, and I, and I appreciate the fact that you paid homage to the whole Jacksons because, you know, that's where it held from. But his success, and, and we know about the controversy, and we're, we're not going to touch on that. We, we're going to show the appreciation for the art. And, you know, if anybody feels any different about it, you know, love it, hate it, reject it, it's your, it's your right. But it's also our right to express our appreciation. Um, you know, the, what he did as a kid with his brothers is, is very unheard of to have that length of a career. You're talking about from the age of four or five, year old, five years old up until the point where he came into his own with the Off the Wall album. And even I was with, just about to say the Off the Wall album is a classic. I mean, classic, like rock with you. Uh, Human man. nature. Oh my God! Human nature is another one wall. of my favorites. And Working like, day and night on a boogie, you know. Come on, <laughs> just, man! Like he was just hitting him with it. I'm about to start it, on know, him. He's never starting. stop loving you, you know. And uh, to have that level of success, and then to hit them with the Thriller album, I'm like, wow! Like the the reinvention, like the reemergence of of his success, like to have that level, like you you can you know nowadays if, if someone gets a million streams, they think they're doing something. Dude, Mike can tour in places where they didn't like America, <laughs> and he can come into those countries with love and open arms. Like, how many people can say that? You know, he he was touring in places that that um. You know, like you, you never even really heard of, and it's crazy. You know, you know, it's just, it's just crazy. You mentioned the off the wall album, and I was just about to drop that on you because, again, that is a rock with you is a classic. Oh yeah, rock with you is a classic. But hey, check this out though, that goes back to the vinyl. Yes, that's why off the wall is still kind of special in the classic zone with me because with us because vinyl baby, 
you know, yeah. and, and I've, even Thriller, even even those those albums as well. You know, it was tangible. Now you can download everything right now, and, that, and that's fun. That's good. But it was something mm-hmm. about that vinyl that just made when you when you were putting when mom was putting MJ on taking that album out and placing it and putting yeah. that, dropping that needle on it. Yeah. You was yeah. listening to that. You were listening to that those that album from from the beginning to the from, end. From you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And it made yeah. it that made it within itself special. Yeah. You know? Well also then at that time it it, it was almost like that was the consideration, right? So when people were putting together an album it, it's almost like it was extra focus and extra attention on putting together a complete body of work that you could listen to from the first track to the last track. You know, there, there was very few albums in that era of that type of music where there was a bunch of fillers. And, and for those of you who don't know what a filler is, it's like, let's say an artist has, has put together, um, you know, maybe eight songs that are really good but they're trying to get to a certain number, like 12 or 15 tracks. Well, then they just put some basic songs to fill out the album to make it a complete album versus an EP. And, you know, those fillers are very, you know, low quality, very little effort, just something that they threw on the album just to fill it out. Um, and that era, man, it was like with, with, with Mike, with Off the Wall, dude, you could literally listen to, that whole album back backwards and forward. Like you don't have that pleasure in this day and time because it, it's like only a couple good cuts and then everything else is like, eh, it's you okay. know, Hey, and that goes like, you remember Marvin Gaye's trouble man album. Oh yeah. Oh, now see, now you're talking you know, when dis- it comes to distant see, lover. See, that's the way, that's why I love growing up in an era. And well, not just in that era, but I, I love, cause you know, Marvin Gaye was before our time. But I love the fact that we grew up in a music enriched and art enriched home where music and art was was like a huge part of our childhood. Well, it was an where, expression, you know, man. You know, yeah, my parents from was, reading. Was, mm-hmm. My yeah, apologies. No, no, no. My no, apologies, sir. My, I didn't mean no, to step I was just on saying, you. I was just saying, no, no, you didn't step at all. I was just saying, like, from reading to writing to listening to music, like, art was always heavily influenced in our household. And I'm very grateful for that. But, um, that mark, like you said, the Trouble Man album, dude. Uh, mercy, mercy me, mm. what's going on? Like, mm. man, when you hear like the passion that that song, like, regardless if it was before our time, because you know the first thing people say, well, how old are you? Well, no, nah, you know, Marvin Gaye was before our time, but it doesn't mean we cannot appreciate the music before us. Yeah, and but our parents, you it, know, like a like a good body of work is a good body of work, like point blank. You know what I mean? Just like I feel like another underrated artist as far as having that impact like MJ was Prince. Oh, man. The Purple Rocker, baby. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, I think like a lot of people rock with Prince from the Purple Rain album on up. But you can't forget, you know, ABC and Controversy and, you know, Party Like It's 1999. Like Prince was like on that level from like he didn't just event you know, that person when Purple Rain came, mm. if you go back and listen to some of his earlier work, like Prince was always on that level 
and in that lane. And and what a lot of people don't realize is, is Prince had an, uh, an a plethora of artists that he would write and produce for. You know, even the time, Mar- uh, Morris Day, uh, Wendy and, and uh, Lisa, uh, the family. You know, he brought a lot of people to the forefront. Vanity Six, uh, Apollonia. You know, he brought a lot of artists out to the forefront. Sheena Easton, Sheila, Sheena e. Easton, Sheila E. You know, it was it was like it goes on and on. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, you brought up Sheila, <laughs> Sheila E. Uh, oh my man. gosh, dude, I had so, such a drums, big crush on her. On those drums, man, she used to rock those drums. Matter of like, fact, every wow. every woman that Prince had, I had a crush on. I, Prince is, <laughs> like, what am I talking about? I used to love Vanity, Apollonia. <laughs> like, man. Is is Prince just teasing me? What is he doing? <laughs> and when I think about it, I said, like, wait a minute, think about it. I had a crush on every woman Prince had. Man. Apollonia. Like, yeah, all Come of on. them, man. It's just, you know, that's Prince, though. That's what you expect from him. But let me tell you something about Prince, since we, you know, talking about his music. Um, mm-hmm. When Doves Cry. But oh, the the my best favorite. uh the you know, my favorite song is uh, Girlfriend, if I was your girlfriend. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. and I. Well, just that, just that funky bass line. Oh. Don't, 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 don't. Come on, man. You know, it's just oh. like, come on. And then he, oh, with the just, he was he just, just killing him, bro. <laughs> like it's like it's like that bass line is creaking, like a creaking noise, and then all of a sudden he just hit him with that that high note, and it just yeah. it just oh it just the beat just drops in, and it's like yo, you Prince know. was a genius. Yeah, I mean, even with the Raspberry Beret. Come on, man. Um, what? You know, come on, man. Under the Cherry. You talking about from Under the Cherry Moon soundtrack? Um, you, you, know, and, and, you know, Under the Cherry Moon, <laughs> like if you actually go back and you just watch that movie, it's really not a flop. It's funny. Was it? it, it yeah. It's, it, you know, honestly, with it, now I didn't care for Graffiti. What's that? Graffiti Bridge? Uh, graffiti Bridge. It was supposedly been the second, uh, been the sequel to Purple Rain. Yeah, I didn't care about Suppos- that. Supposedly. But, but right. I did, you know, we were introduced to Tevin and, yeah. you know, another great vocalist, uh, young vocalist that, you know, that had range and, and, and that. Oh, Tevin Campbell. Yeah. Man, Tevin Campbell, bro. Come on. Can, can, can we talk you know, still, James? Hey, man. you know what? Yeah. Let's, let's talk about this, though. So we're going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to shout some things out. When I, when, I, when I brought up Tevin Campbell, it made me think about Tony Thompson from uh, High Five. Oh. Our cousin. Uh, yeah, exactly. Our our yes. relative. Yeah. And a lot of people don't give Tony a, a, enough credit. Tony in High Five was jamming. Man, first of all, last year, if he, he was from Waco, Texas. Yes. And those those five young brothers stayed humble throughout the whole transition. And, and you what what people have to understand, being from a town like Waco in that in that era and and, and getting the success that they got then was huge. That was very huge. And there's not anybody who grew up in the 90s. Kissing Game has to be part of your childhood. Man, memories. come on, bro. Kissing Game is still I don't, jamming I don't right care, today. I don't, care if, I don't care if you were in Cali. I don't care if you was in New York. I don't care if you was in the Dirty South. No matter where you were, Kissing Game has to be a part of your childhood memories growing up in the 90s. And not only that, that Unconditional Love was a banger, too. That slow jam that they had. Uh, Unconditional I can't love. wait another minute. 
Can't oh my god, there you, you know, go. Come on, man. Let's get it. Can't but, wait enough. I would I would sing it for y'all, but oh, I don't no. hurt your no, ears. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No. I don't no. want to hurt your ears. I don't want to hurt the ears as well. Cause I you start know. getting I, I try to hit the little guitar with the little rip of, of Al Green, which another favorite of mine, the minister. Al Green. Rail. Al Green. Al Green was smooth on that track. Man, like, man. like like Al Green had this register in his voice. To where you you know he okay he's about to go there yes and it, it was just so smooth and then all of a sudden he just took it up a notch and he was like you know that let's stay together the yeah. way he glides in on that first lyric like mm-hmm. come on mm-hmm. he just he just glides right in there like you know ah like, like come on yeah how can that you mean a broken heart though how, how can you mean a broken heart and uh, my uh, simply beautiful is is my favorite cuts. But yeah. now I'm gonna jump because I told you I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna kind of rapid fire and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring them up because you know we are a fan of music. Yes, we are good music. Yes. Now you know my boy. Who that? Luther Vandross. <laughs> yeah. You know Luther. Yeah. Yeah. Luther, when Luther, when Luther is on, on, it's it's serious in my life now. Well, like I don't care. Like I would. I was too young to be on the Luther train, but I want to say when I when I did get older, uh, some of those songs that were popular when I was younger started to make have a different meaning to me. Like, what was the one? Um, a house is not a house. A house is not a home. A house is not a home. There yes. you go. There you go. I mean, it's uh, all good. It's all good. Because you know, Luther, I, I know no, you heard Luther, it a, a was, plenty of times riding with me. Yeah. Yeah. Coming out your room. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Luther, man. Luther, man. Yeah, See, I'm, Luther, a, I'm an old soul, brother. But, but you know what? But you know what, man? I, I can't really think about Luther with, with the, the respect I've grown and love for his music without mentioning Freddie Jackson. Man. Hey, Freddie, man, Freddie, Freddie Jackson, Jackson was, I still jam him today. Uh, uh, underrated in, in a lot of Oh, my God. In, Freddie Jackson, in a lot dude. Of conversations. Man, that dude yeah. is like velvet when he was, he, man, come on. Yeah. Freddie? Yeah. Yo, yeah. yo, go listen to it, man. It don't it don't matter what you listen to. Just listen. Just, mm-hmm. just Google Freddie Jackson. Yeah. Jeffrey Good Osborne. Music, Osborne. But, Excuse but, me. My apologies. Jeffrey Osborne. James Ingram. Oh, James Ingram, dude. James had that. I I don't know. It it was like these people had distinctive voices, but they just they knew how to use their instruments so well. Like whatever they were singing, it wasn't just the lyrics in itself. It was just a way that they positioned their voices that just made that song what it was. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm hit you um, with this one. Go for it, because I'm gonna jump too. Switch. Oh come on, man! No, and then when I, I can't, Bobby DeBarge, Bobby DeBarge, baby, and and come you know on. The, one I of my like. favorite. Come on, baby! <laughs> come on, come on, baby, brother! Dude. You know what I'm doing to you. Bobby had like one of the most amazing falsettos I have ever heard. It, like butter, it baby. Was, like it butter, just, man. It, 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 it was like it was one of those voices. Like as soon as you heard it, you knew, you knew, and it was like. And the way he could sing in that falsetto, like butter, is, is an understatement. Like man, switch. He, even Elder Boys, Elder Boys, man, on, I man. love Elder Boys. Right today, I still I, dude one I'm, one of my favorite collabs that he did, and I'm so glad they put him on it was Secret Garden. Secret Garden, man, what you talking about, brother? He is putting it down on Secret Garden. Elder dude. Boys is underrated. 
Yeah. Matter of fact, James Ingram is on Secret Garden too. No, it, yeah, is it James Ingram? Yes, yeah, James, James Ingram. Ingram. Yeah, I'll, and yeah, and, I'll and be sure. I'll Elder be sure. Bush. And my, my Mr. Barry White, baby. <laughs> Come on, man, Mr. Bass himself. <laughs> Mr. Bass himself, man. Mr. I call him Butter Bass. Butter Bass, man. Ain't butter. nobody smoother than Barry. Barry don't nah, even nah, sing. He just talk to you. Hey, baby, dude. <laughs> I'll take good care, <laughs> <Barry>. <laughs> That's what a man is supposed to do. Come on, I'm man. like, come on, Barry. You need to quit. <laughs> Barry, Barry had me turning it down a little bit. I started feeling special. Come on now, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> right, Barry, smooth on that trail. Like, hey, right, Barry. Hey, now, 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 I'm gonna I'm hit you with a a double double. What's that one? Levert. Oh yeah. And you got you got to talk about Eddie. You, you got to talk, talk about, about the OJ's as well. Got to talk about the OJ's. You got to talk about man Lavert, um, baby, I'm ready. Gerald Lavert that song. Gerald Lavert underrated. Uh, highly, like people talk about him like in a general sense, but man, when no. you really break down that man's vocals, dude, no. When you talk Big about is going. We, Dude, you talk about raspy soul, like man, like Gerald, big boy going, that, that, big boy going in. Come that on, song, man, baby, I'm ready, baby, oh I'm ready. God. Gerald broke bad. Gerald broke that song down so tough, man. I was like, man, Gerald gonna have me mess around in, in, in a relationship, mess around listening to this song. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, hey, you, you know, know and that's what you said, hip hop, R and B. You know what I'm saying, like, but just you know, just good music, period, too. Because I'm gonna exactly. jump with you. I'm, I'm gonna hit you with one right now. What's and that? What you got? Is, what you got for me? this? Was one of hey, this this boy tough man. I'm telling you now, my my boy George Michael, man, boy, come on. I listen to come him every two weeks, roughly, because because uh, you know, hey, father figure and oh and, and father figure. You know, just Dude. that dun 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 dun. I like Come that. Come on, man. That it just do care, careless whisper. Man, I was just about to hit you with that careless whisper, but you got me. Yeah, you got me. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead. But see, I'm a fan George of music Michael. altogether. Huh? Exactly. Exactly. Just good music, period. Hey, you know? I I love music. Yeah. I love music. Like, and I love old Madonna. Cause borderline yeah. is it's the funniest song to me. But it's it's somehow you know why I like it because it reminds me of when we were growing up, mm-hmm. because it was Madonna, it was Michael Prince, and Madonna was the top three at that time, right? Was right heavy rotation. Now it was them right. those top three against uh, heavy metal and all of the the heavy metal and all of the you know pop wasn't really pop at that time. They were making it pop, but mm-hmm. you know and. Just for the sake of saying this, because you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on him. I love Elvis Presley's "Suspicious Minds." Mm-hmm. You know, big fan of that song because it, it. If you listen, we can't go on together with these suspicious minds. Yeah, you yeah. know, lyrically, I'm like, yeah, well, good, I, I get you, me- I get you, I get you. Well, good music is just good music, man. It's it's like, you know, I understand genres. I understand, you know, um, you know, to, to, to categorize music. But to me, man, good music is good music. And, you know, when you mention Madonna, like, yeah, I, I remember a time like her earlier music was very, you know, revolutionary to a point. 
it wasn't so eccentric as where it, it grew to be. So, um, you know, just she got some jams uh, in there, though. She got some cuts, though. You know, I'm not going to hate like, on Madonna. It, 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 Madonna got some cuts, it was, though. Like, especially, especially when we moved to the suburban areas, it was hard to get away from Material Girl because it was on every radio I mean, station. Hey, if you're going to, if, if, okay, I'm going to throw up Madonna, you know, Cindy Lauper. Uh, Cindy, I was thinking Cindy Lauper had cuts, bro. And I, look, I'm well, a fan come of on, music. Dude, your true colors, Cindy Lauper's yes. true colors. Yeah. No, but, that, that, yo, that, yeah. Come on now. Well, Look, uh, uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun was, in my opinion, was, you know. That was the, the anthem. The anthem that parents just don't understand when Will Smith, Fresh Prince, came on the scene. Yeah. You know what but I'm saying? Was, so yeah. music has yeah. this way of, of, like you say, it's the soundtrack of our lives. So, you know, it's very important to us because we can relate to it. Because around Christmas time, and even before then, the, the, you know, you, you threw up New Edition, Baby, let's get up and throw up to Temptations. Well, yeah, but that's the reason why I love New Edition so much, because I think in my heart, they are the product of that era. You know, they 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 took that torch and they they can't they kind of kept that lane alive, even though there's been a lot of imitations that have gotten more credibility. I think they were the ones that were the truest to that art form. Um, when you think about the temptations, when you think about the spinners and the four tops, and you think about man. all the greatness that came from Smokey that era, and, and, and Robinson, come on, man. When you think about the the showmanship that was put into the art and how much dedication they put into it, and just to deliver that to you, like I love New Edition on so many levels, and and I, I saw that torch. And I saw that 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 admiration for those groups that, you know, that came before them carried about in their showmanship and how they carried themselves going forward. And even when they, you know, took a hiatus from the group and then they did their own individual things with BBD and Ralph Tresman had his solo album. Which uh, was banging, which was banging. Come on now. Sensitivity. Come on, man. Come on, man. Sensitivity. Was, which is was underrated. Like Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Stone Cold Gentleman. Stone Cold yeah. Gentleman. Excuse me. Uh, uh, this is rated R. Yeah, that you know? like that whole album was just like man, Ralph did his thing, and and the way that he sung on uh, Sensitivity, man. I see. I, I don't just pay attention to the beat and everything else. I listen to everything in between. I love his register. I love the way he was smooth on those vocals, but he had a hip hop track in the background. Yeah, and, and he flowed on it. He flowed on it. It reminded me of like a Michael Jackson feel. The way he, you know, the way he sung on that on that on that track, and and just like our favorite part used to be that breakdown when he went to the bridge. Yeah, hold on, my dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. That. Just that harmony and how he used to do that. Excuse me for singing. I know that hurt your ears. No, guys, no, man. Hey, man. I get excited when I think about hey, the music. I, I know I can't sing, but hey, love it, hate it, reject it. Love it, hate it, it, reject it, brother. You got to do you. But I get it because as soon as <laughs> we that, finish that was, with the podcast, was, I think man. I'm going to go be jamming. I'm going to jam my my playlist that, that I have. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, hey, you, we, to, we, you, you threw up my boy. You threw up, you threw up BBD, which is. I was ex- very excited for BBD to come out because that was a new level of, of, of flavor that the, that, you know, uh, well, those, those gentlemen did, but it, it proved that how much of an element of hip hop do edition had when you saw it magnified through BBD. Yeah. But the boy, because the boy, the boy, our boy, 
Mr. Bobby boy? Brown, the bad the boy. Bad boy. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. Don't be Come cruel. On, man. Don't like, be cruel. Like a lot of people, in, my prerogative is dope. Yeah. It's dope. And I, but don't be cruel. Yeah. Man, that used to yeah. be my cut, man. Like I was like, yo, kill him. Bobby was killing them, man. Bobby was killing them. That's what I'm saying, dude. Hey, yo. What is yeah. that other what is the other cut on that? Tenderoni? Tenderoni. Oh, a rock with you. Rock with you? Yeah, rock with you. That's what I'm saying. And don't for, Bobby don't was forget killing the quiet don't don't forget the quiet storm edition, rock with you. Yeah. The extended version. The extended Come version. Come on, man. Dude, Bobby Come was on, man. <laughs> dude, Bobby was jamming. See, I, on that. I love music, man. I I remember Jolie Watley. I remember uh Howard oh Hewitt. God. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, see. Oh, uh, hey, Howard Regina Hewitt. Bell. Uh, uh, Anita. Pump your brakes. Pump your brakes. <laughs> Pump your brakes. Howard Hewitt. Show me. Show me. Boy, that was one of the toughest love. So I I wrote so many poems off that song <laughs> in Boy, the background, man. With that song, with dude, that with that candle. That, see, see, <laughs> see, for you youngest back in the day when you used to talk on the phone, you had to set the atmosphere, right? Yeah. And so part of setting the atmosphere was to have that slow jam playing in the background. Yeah, I'm gonna get that mood right, and boy. That Howard Hewitt man showed me that man, dude. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Boy, you be thinking of all the right things to say. <laughs> See, at this, you know, yeah, and that's the thing about being in that era that we came up in. We used mm-hmm. to record songs off of the radio. Yeah, man, mixtapes, you know, mixtapes off of the radio, and hopefully hate that the it, DJ, man, I wish the DJ, the DJ shut up, <laughs> shut up, it, DJ. Hey, <laughs> that one song you've been waiting to record, and you finally get it, like catch it from the beginning, and right before it go off, the DJ come in on it, like, come on, man, come on, come on. man, I really do. You couldn't wait five more seconds before you said that. Come on, man, that's it, right? But, uh, <laughs> another one of my, another one of my favorite groups, man, of all time, has to be Guy. Oh, Mr. Teddy Rock, Teddy Riley, uh, come on, Aaron Hall, yeah, and the other that brother. First, that, <laughs> <laughs> come on, man, don't do don't do crazy legs, crazy like that. legs. I, hey, like man, that. I love them. I love all of them. The <laughs> guy, do Damon dude. Hall, like that. Don't do Damon Hall, like Damon that. Hall, crazy man, legs. Mr. Crazy Legs. You know, all respect. But, uh, you know, I love. I got love for them <laughs> brothers, man. But I was I was trying to make a joke because Martin, you know that Martin Lawrence don't forget about Davin. They always forget about Davin when he's talking about Jodeci, right. which right. is another one of our favorite groups out there. Come on, man! Yes. I oh, am yeah. a fan Voice of man. music, baby. I love music. Yes. But uh, guy, man, that first guy album, man, dude, piece uh, of my love. You, talk, you talking about listening to an album that had everything from front to end, like that New Jack Swing vibe, groove, groove me. One of my all time. Oh man, favorites. man! I, hey groove yo, I put me. that on and I go watch the car, bro. Man, groove me, and then do merry go round. Yes. Come on. And then hey, I like. I, I like. like. Yeah. Come on. Come on man. now. Come on, Mr. Teddy Riley, baby. Dude. Mr. Bye Teddy bye Riley, baby. guy. Come, Come on, on man. man. Bye bye, baby is one of those tough breakups. Goodbye, love. love. Goodbye, love, man. Come huh? on. No, what about Come peace on. of my you can have a piece of my heart, man? And the peace of my love is peace yeah, of my love. That's that, it. My apologies. I misspoke. That, hey, Aaron Hall. That's Yes, Eric Hall, man. He had one of those voices when we and talk when he about had his solo vocalist. Come on, man. man. When we we talk about vocalists, dude. Aaron Hall had that raspy soul. I'm about to take you to church voice, man. He yeah. he could just 
the way he can belt out those lyrics, man, that tone that he had was amazing. And with Teddy's production, like guy worked. It just, it was a perfect formula. And let's not forget the follow-up album when they came out with Less Chill. Man. Less Chill. You, you can't, there, there was not one party you went to at that time where Less Chill wasn't in heavy rotation. Heavy Come rotation, on, man. man. But hey, if you're thinking of, you bringing up God, you, you can't you can't leave my boy out. Who is that? Mr. Key Sweat, baby. Oh, come on, Keith man. Sweat, Keith make him sweat. Make him sweat. <laughs> Keith, make, yeah, Keith did his thing. Yeah, and, man. And, and quite coincidentally, uh, before LSG was formed, back when Keith, I think it was his um, his second album, him and Le, uh, Levert, uh, Gerald Levert did that collab on there. You, uh, no, 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 no. What was it? It was just one of them things. Oh, that yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That song right there was man. I I, love I mean, but listen to the whole vibe. I wanna. Yeah. Oh, I, I wanna is my favorite, dude. Man. I wanna is yeah. one of my top yeah. favorites because Just the way he. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, oh, Mr. Maker, you sweat, baby. He sweat. Man. Yo, that's dude, that was that's nothing, the dynamics of music, man. Huh? You know, e- even with how deep is your love and go outside in the rain, something just ain't right, dude. Nothing touches. Make it last forever. Make it last forever, baby. That the woman that sings on that forever. song, the way they go back and forth with the lyrics and yes. the harmony, come and, on. And dude. the and, the, and the, the the female that was going back with him on it, like you said, it oh, was just she, it just made dude. it. It made the song she, even better. She gave me that Shirley Murdoch vibe when she came in and she sang that part on that song, man. You know, and, I, and this is why I like this brother that I'm going to throw up real quick because I know, you know, I, I can go on forever. I can go on forever, forever and who? ever. But I say, I say, who? This is this is why I like Anthony Hamilton. Oh, yes. Because I when I listen brother. to Anthony Hamilton, especially the first the first cut that, he, that, that you know, cornbread mm. and collard greens and you know, Charlene yeah. and Charlene, you know, that song. Uh, Anthony Hamilton reminded me of that throwback artist that I we grew up on that had that soulful delivery. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, 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 but, well, well, you know, agree to disagree, but I feel like he, he gave me a, a real Sam Cooke vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was, you know, it was Speaking something of, tangible that you, that you uh, can get, and that's. But I'm, let me break this down and, and real quick before we're gonna I forget. Have to, it. We, we're gonna have to do a follow up show on some of the toughest love songs ever. Yes, yes, we should. That'd be a good follow up show because because that that just made me think about my boy Dunny had to wear a song. Oh man, you. come on, bro, Dunny! If Dunny you. is in the mix, dude, like, hey, yo, I really want to. I tell you what, I really want to challenge the listeners. Yes, to, to, to help on this one because I want. What is your top ten favorite love songs? Because if if you don't mm. have Dunny Hathaway in that joint, yo, mm. a lot of these mm. cats would never wouldn't know nothing about love songs without Dunny. Dunny dude, Hathaway, Dunny. yo, man, but dude. check game, dude. What I what the expression because you a poet and I'm a poet as well. We love to write, right? But when Maxwell came on the scene. Come on! It man. was the evolution of I was seeing my poetry mm. elevate because I was seeing an actual artist who was a poet as well and was yeah. deep. 
because that Urban Hang Suite is the all-time the favorite. Urban Hang Suite. Yo, bruh. A little, a little something, something. Man. Man. Come to on, the police man. come knocking. Dude. But, yeah. you know, that, the whole point man, of the opiates, though, and I couldn't, I couldn't find that cut. But that was an experience. Yeah. And that's and that's what I like about, you know, and another one that I'm gonna throw up that I that you, I know you know. I know my boy, man. Uh 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 what's my ah, it slipped my mind. Dunny. What's what's what's, what's uh, the what's, brother? What's what's the brother out of out of ATL? Uh come on, man. I know this brother. Oh, Donnell. Don, Donnell, Donnell Jones, man. Donnell, I don't know why this dude on, slipped man. my mind, dude, but Donnell That's Jones, my bro. Boy. That's my boy. Donnell Jones. Man. Come on, man. That man underrated is it, man, oh my god. Dude, Donnell that, Jones? Donnell Jones is that dude is dude. like butter, man. I was like, yo, man. Yo, I just dude. Those are the cats that I wish that would focus on R and B, like the the throwbacks, the 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 love songs, the 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 vibes and things of that nature. You know, Anthony yeah, Hamilton, uh, Dunny, you know, uh, Jones, I, and Maxwell. I, with, I hate I hate when people do a remake just to do it. Like if you can't bring justice to it, don't touch it. Oh but my man, gosh. he when, when he touched that knocks me off on my feet. That Stevie Wonder joint it was beautiful. Man, he he had the voice for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then, Speaking of you remixes know, that people should never do or uh, remake, <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> but if that, if if if, if that Joker, uh, the weekend that <laughs> when he touched Dirty Diana, yo man, yeah, I don't have. Yeah. I'm not a violent person, but now somebody should have beat him <laughs> because, dude, I hate well, that. Come on, man. No, you can't, you can't mess up a classic. No, dude. man, Dirty Diana, like, don't touch that, bro. Don't, don't don't ever in your life. Matter of fact, you need to go pay Michael Jackson's estate all that money <laughs> that you ever made in your life back because you For touched you ruined the classic. Don't you I, ever I in your life touch that again. I wasn't I wasn't feeling the remake. I'ma just be honest about it. I wasn't feeling hey, it. Hey man, all. I didn't even like when TLC did uh Girlfriend. I was I was pissed off about that. And I love right. TLC. Yeah, I love TLC. Yeah. Don't get don't no, make no mistakes about it. But man, look, man, don't touch Prince, don't touch Michael, yeah. don't touch them. Yeah. If, if <laughs> unless you got uh, Donnell Jones capability, don't touch any remix <laughs> remakes. Don't do it. But you know, uh, and 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 one thing I love about uh, Donnell Jones, for what a lot of people don't know. Is he worked with Eddie F. Eddie F. used to produce for Heavy D. He was part of Heavy D's crew. Oh yeah, okay, that's mm-hmm. that's what's up. And that he he produced that. You know what's up that 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 song Man. Left Eye Rap and all that yes. song. Like it, it it's it's like I love. Listen, I love when someone can drop an upbeat tempo. Yeah song and then they can still have that classic harmony and, and just glide that track real smooth with the vocals. I love it. Yeah. Because you know sometimes sometimes you have songs that hit because the beat is is dope, but the lyrics is garbage and the vocals are garbage. It's it's studio. But man, you know, that's why I feel like Usher Usher 8701 8701 was jamming, right? I, I think, you know, cause that, you know, I, I love Usher when he had my way. I, I, you know, nice and slow, and he had a couple of joints on there. But I think eighty-seven oh one, uh, you don't have to call, man. The mm. way he he hit those vocals on, you don't have to call. Mm-hmm. And, and then, uh, you know, he followed that up with, uh, you know, he he had that that 
that uh how do how, i say how, how do you say is is jamming man dude how do i say it is mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. oh my god like dude, yeah. the way he sung like it reminded me of a, a young mike joint yeah see i had did. a little old latina say? that i was dating at that time <laughs> and uh you know that that was special with when i'm like how do you say i'm like oh <laughs> well because because i i like the way that you know usher you know because he you know he had you know you remind me and and you know he had a, a lot that was on uh 8701 that was just really uh jamming and and i think you know a lot of people you know love the uh my confessions which was a great album but i think i saw the transition in his growth on 8701 yeah, because and, you're you're you know, a true you're a true fan of music. You understand the growth yeah. of an artist. So because well, you're I mean, an just artist think yourself. About, yeah, because he he had you know because you remind me was like you know it was jamming in his own, but then he got it. You got it bad. Like that was a crazy love song. And then you know you don't have to call was my jam because it it was good to see a guy you know do a breakup song. You know just because you know sometimes we're the subject of it, but it was good to see. You know, Usher getting that. You don't have to call because I'm going to be okay. You know, like just and jamming with it. But then how do I say it was just it just took me back to like an old school Michael Jackson joint. So and with that said, I, brother, and then you mentioned confessions. Now, I did. a lot of people like the the, the heaters on there and I love their confessions album. But throwback yeah. throwback mm-hmm. is the one that I like on that. Yeah. When you get a chance, go check out the throwback because he was like, you know. That's that's what this episode reminds me of. Is you know, it's a throwback. You right. know, you're gonna miss the ones that you that got away. That one that got away is the one that you miss. So, you know, it's special, yes, man. But hey, now my honorable mentions: mm-hmm. Daryl Hall and John Oates. Or is it Hall and Oates? <laughs> Hall and Oates, baby. Hall and Oates. Oates. Come on, man. Hall and Oates can't go for that. <laughs> uh, Michael McDonald, the Doobie oh, Brothers. McDonald, the Doobie Brothers, baby. Yeah, you know, and I, it's, it's it's some more in there that I can throw in there, you know. Um, well, yeah, because it's about good music. I mean, even the Bee Gees had a certain. Oh vibe my gosh, that, man! How deep is your look? Look, the, you know, it just uh, the Bee Gees is on a whole different level of love. Like when I hear them, when I hear that song, yeah, it, it takes me back, and that's yeah. what music to me is supposed to do to you. It's supposed to trans. It's supposed to. It's a journey. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're supposed to be on this journey, and 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 the, the roller coaster of emotions. It's gonna make you happy. It's gonna make you sad. It's gonna, it's gonna. You're gonna relate to it, and a lot of, and that's why it is a soundtrack of our lives because we're all living this, and it's poetry in motion. It's music, in my opinion. But hey, yeah, that's speaking from a poet side of the game, and I love it. I love. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, when you when you when you can listen to a song, man, and it, it just takes you there, it gravitates you to another level. Um, you know, it just makes me appreciate the artist. And and I don't care what genre the music is. If it's a good song, it's a good song. And if it, if it's, you know, cause I, I love Sponda Valet. Um, I may not, I may have pronounced it wrong, but, um, this I know for sure. I'm gonna have to send that one to you. Let you hear that one. But once you hear it, I'm pretty sure you'll remember it. But you know, or even just some of the old, uh, like being an '80s baby, man. Some of the old rock songs uh, from the '80s, um, like uh, uh, "Take on Me," like 
the yes. songs like that, or everybody wants to rule the world. Tears of fear. Duran Duran had hits. Come as on, well. Duran Duran, dude. You know? Come on, man. Yeah. It, it, we're not we're not like, that type of person that we're discriminating on music because you know we watch MTV no, I, just I, as hey, much as you watch BET. First of all, first of all, you had your honorable mentions. I'm gonna go ahead and drop Billy Joel up in there, man. There you go. Hey, come drop on, him. man. What else you got? Uptown, for me? Uh, up, uptown girl. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, man. We we used to jail. That was pretty tough, though. Uptown yeah. girl. No, but Billy yeah. Joe was, you know, Billy Joe's special to me. Yeah, you know, I love Billy Joe. You know, um, uh, what was what was the guy? Uh, oh, it slips in my mind. My apologies. It's almost like he was saying Transformers, but that wasn't it. Um, now, as soon as the, the podcast ends, the show ends, I'm going to be like, oh, it was him. <laughs> That's how it works, man. That's how it comes, you know. Yeah. You, you, be, you be scratching your brain, and then as soon as you walk away from it, oh, that's it. I'm like, well, thanks, but that doesn't do me any good now. But that's, hey, but that's music, man. Like, hey, even uh, Alexander O'Neill. Oh, yeah. Man, come on, dude. Alexander you know. O'Neill with... Uh, Remember Sherelle? What's her name? Sherelle? Yeah. <laughs> come on, man. Yo, man. I'm a, those, are, those are classics, man. Those are classic are, music. Even, I feel like the 80s and the 90s was just a special time altogether. Oh, yes. It just, man, Stephanie Mills, dude. Oh, just, oh my God. I, I used to have the hugest crush on Stephanie Mills, man. Like, I just <laughs> love... Stephanie Mills, I, like you know, I wish that the the music restrictions wasn't so heavy to where we can just share some of the songs we're bringing up, um, you know. But you know, with the way things work now, you got to get clearances, and you know, people get in their feelings. You know, even with a show like this, where you're just playing homage hey, to, I, some I can of the put it. I may even put that in the show notes as well, man, because like, like just you know, basically, you can go search these songs out and listen to them. And, yeah. you know, get back with us and let us know what you like as far as what's in your playlist. Um, leave Well Enough Alone, you, you know, uh, Lenny Williams and, you know, you know, oh, man. you know, uh, I, I have classics, love- man. I got classics that I can drop on you at any time. But our our next show, yes, probably sir. the next show or the next the one after that, it doesn't matter. However, the follow up to this show would be what is your top 10? What are your top, top 10. ten love songs? Yeah. Yeah, let, let's let's bring that back to the forefront because I feel like, man, like there's not enough songs about love anymore. Mm. Like there's like cause because you know, I was talking to somebody, man, and we was like reminiscing on back when we was in high school, like you know, like you had boys to men, you had shy to remember having a crush, you had troop. You mm. know, like different songs, like mm. you hitting them with you them know, now, man. Now you, you know, but Christopher then I'm like, Williams, hey man, and now, you know, yeah, like hey, you know, I'll be sure don't get enough love, man. Man, come on, dude. I'll Let's be sure, man. Sure. Yo, Mr. Night and Day, Mr. Night and Day, baby. <laughs> come on, man. I'll be sure. Got to get off your own, phase. girl. <laughs> come on, man. Come on. I'll be one of the one of the first to redo "Killing Me Softly" before and killed it. it and yes, killed it. Yes, he did. And not even that naturally mine. Natural, come on, man. Get off, get off. Yeah, come on, man. Oh, no, oh, hey, when he bought, when he put out that Natalie. Yeah, uh, come on, man. That, that guitar riff on Natalie. Dude. Yes. 
Nah, stop yes. playing with me. I ain't playing with you. I'm just trying to get that, you on that one. Hey, the next that, episode, that guitar, baby. We're going to guitar riff on Natalie, man. Your, your top on. 10. Your top 10, baby. The next show. Even with, even with his follow-up album when he did that Hotel California. Hotel riff, California. You know, that's that by the Eagles on, is a fa- one of by my favorite songs. I am trying to learn that on guitar. So man, when I when the, I finally learned how to Al play Bichur's that. Listen to version of that and that guitar riff in, in that version. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like, see, I, I love all of the attributes of the song. I just want part of it. Yes, sir. But as I was saying, like, kids now, when you when they graduate in five years from now, they think about, you know, reminiscing on having a crush. Like, what are they going to listen to? Uh, Nicki Minaj? Shout out to Nicki. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because even the R&B singers, like, I, I do admire Chris Brown for his talent. I love Chris Brown, man. But I just I wish Chris that he, Brown, man, I wish he get, I, he I wish somebody, so more. yeah, I wish that he could, you know, give me, go back to the, play homage to the old school. And I guarantee <laughs> yeah. you, you, your legacy will grow because you, you have the talent. I think Neo has talent. I think Usher has the talent. You know what I mean? Even oh, yeah. Amarion and and um, I, I think those dudes need to really look back at uh, the old history of of music and pay homage yeah. to that because those well, they have the lyrics. Lane. You know the the I culture mean, is everything that we but, we but want it, it to be. But it's like the the young R and B dudes are trying to be rap dudes. They're just singing rap lyrics and. You know, it, it's just like, and I, I can understand that that infatuation in that lane, but man, R&B still needs people driving in that lane too, because you know, where where is the you know the Johnny Gills, the My My Mys, and mm, and, and another you know, underrated the, brother. Yeah, you know, where's the you know Force and D's Tender Love? Mm. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, ho, 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 ho. Don't give them too much now because we got to get right. we got to get that top 10 and we wanted to finish. So we're going to wrap this show up and we'll be back with that top 10 because I, I'm i I'm pretty sure I'm going to knock you off your feet on this one. Oh, you think, oh, is that a challenge? Yeah, that is a challenge, <laughs> brother. Challenge. Because is that a challenge? That is a okay. challenge. Hey, All right, hey, you, man. boy. I got your challenge. I, <laughs> no, I see your challenge. Yeah, I got Come you, bro. let's go. Okay. Let's go. We're going to get that. Uh, Let's okay, have fun hey, with it, man. It's, yeah, yeah. This is all fun, man. Hey, this has but, been. But, but let's 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 no no restriction on on, on like on on genre. Let's let's take it as far back as it can go. Like the like the tough love songs. I mean, even from Bro, the, I got I got I got some. Even if I got it's from some the sixties or fifties. I have heaters, man. All you got to do is get your list together, brother. That's it. You oh, my list together. Okay, <laughs> I, I keep I keep a high sixteen. <laughs> oh, you see, I keep a high sixteen, but I always got one in the chamber, so it don't matter. Okay, I'm just saying, <laughs> I keep a high sixteen. Man. I got you, bro. Oh, all right, man. Hey, it's been a pleasure, Angel. This has been another yes, good sir. episode. We're going to wrap this up. This has been Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with Angel and Walter LeRae. I am Walter LeRae, and he is my co-host. Angel? It's been a good one, man. Get your list together. I'm, I'm coming with that hot <laughs> ones, okay? Oh, oh, I, oh, it's together. I got you. I stay ready. I don't have to get ready. Amen, brother. <laughs> On that note, peace. Peace.
Thank you for tuning in to Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your hosts, Angel and Walter LeRae. If you would like to be a part of our show or if you have any suggestions and topics that you would like us to speak on, please feel free to reach us at Podcast at gmail.com or you can follow us on Instagram. Just search Miss Talks Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Let the journey begin.